Hey everyone, Carter Todd here. Here's another installment of Out of the Hourglass presented by Nolan Consulting Group. Enjoy the show! All right, Connell, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Carter, how are you? I'm excellent. How are you doing today? Not bad at all. It's, uh, it's great to have you back on here. Thank you. Uh, we've uh, enjoyed and we hope a lot of Summit members have enjoyed the job site leadership training, um, yes. which recently concluded, um, which uh, you did an excellent job on. So thank you. We thank you for that, and I'm sure a lot of Summit members thank you for that. Okay. We're uh, always grateful to get your expertise, but today we're talking about something a little bit different, um, feedback and giving feedback right, uh, the right way. So and HR and HR, so <clears throat> you guys give back a lot of fee- you guys give a lot of feedback at yeah. Nolan Painting, that's yeah. right? Yes, we do. So I, I mean, um, companies. I, I hope and, and we we hope that a lot of companies are doing the same thing. Um, you know, how am I doing at work is often a, a big question on many employees' minds, and um, and the only way they're ever going to know is if there is good if feedback is happening. And uh, like I said before, you know, feedback. When you talk about giving somebody feedback, sometimes people curl up and they're like, what did I do wrong? The culture of feedback actually should be, we do feedback for lots of things when things are going really well, when the customer is really happy with what we did, um, when we need to, things didn't go so well, and what can we change about that so it doesn't happen again? You know, you need to build that culture of feedback within the company so you can actually have it, that it actually can happen regularly. Mm-hmm. So, when you guys when you guys give feedback, you got, at no opinion you call it an HR. Yes. And what, well, not, so so not always. Like I mean, so sometimes when we give feedback, it's hey guys, Mrs. Jones sent in a report card. Uh, all A's. Really delighted. Would love to have you guys again. Uh-huh. Um, and then at other other times, it, you know, sometimes feedback isn't so good. It's uh, something went wrong, and and then you need to document that type of feedback. You know, especially if it's habitual, mm-hmm. you need to start documentation of some sort. So when giving feedback, I know something that we talk about here a lot, something that Brian really harps on uh, is uh, praising in public and giving, if you have to give negative feedback, doing that in yes. private. Is that yes. something that you guys work on a lot too? That's something we do, yes. So, you know, praise as often as possible because like a moving target, hit it often. It only causes more of the same good behavior. But when it comes to the to the to the feedback where things didn't go so well, uh, we often look at it as the redirect. How are you going to redirect this behavior? Uh, we often step into the world of um, HR, human resources, um, and so uh, that brings into hoping that companies have a HR. Mm-hmm. And you don't need you don't need a team. It doesn't have to be a big team of people to have a HR. A HR can be just one person, uh, and sometimes there's two. In our case, we have two people in HR. But the HR that you would write would basically be, um, it's an email that you would send to, to human resources. And anybody, any company can create that. All companies can create it. It's just, in our case, it's HR at nolanpainting.com. Right. And that's where it gets sent. Okay. So, um so say something comes about where somebody needs to receive some, some feedback. Uh, maybe they're late or maybe they're not following directions. Um, from, from what's the chain of command like in terms of how that gets communicated once it's determined that this needs to be um, announced to 
other people. So we have um, we have feedback, uh, verbal warning would be our first first couple of steps that we would take. You know, so I'll, we'll use an example. Um, you know, we have what we call say a ten o'clock break in the morning, where the guys are allowed to have a ten o'clock break. Sometimes that get extended to 15, 20, and all of a sudden you have an employee, John, who's um, taking 20 minutes, 25 minutes for his 10 o'clock break. Uh-huh. Um, you know, that, that first of all becomes a verbal warning. Uh, we just say to John, you know, John, um, it's a 10 o'clock break and it's for 10 minutes. Um, it's not 25 minutes. And, you know, you're, you, you can't do that. That's not company policy. Right. Company policy is 10 minutes. It's very important that policies get mentioned in this, Right. Like what the company policies are. It's not an opinion. It's not an opinion, it's, yes. It's the policy. It's the policy. Good man, Kelly. <laughs> it's not an opinion. It's yeah. actual the policy of the company. And so uh, with that, we may do two verbals. Okay. But then you do two verbal warnings and the behavior is not changing, then, then you need to step it up a notch and you actually need to document what what the conversations are being had. So, who would do it? Um, I typically try to stay out of them if I can, unless I'm drawn into them. We have field managers and crew leaders. Mm-hmm. I've done my fair share of them, but um, we're trying to coach others to do them, the, those that are in charge of their teams. So it could be a field manager or a crew leader or a job leader uh, can document a HR. Um, so, after ver- two verbal warnings, um, we usually take take it to HR and we will have a conversation with the employee and it will go something like this. So, John, um, we've spoken before uh, twice now about this long extended break that you're having in the morning and it's not company policy. And, um, and I'm forced now to document this and I have to, um, it has to go to HR. Um, and so, John, this continues. If you do this again, um, you will ultimately lose your job at Nolan Penny. Um, it just can't continue. Um, are you clear on that? And I will be sending this to uh, HR. Okay. And then, so once it goes to HR, that would be at Nolan Payne. That's Colleen, yes. uh, who some of you may know. And she'll, at what point does she have to, at, at what point does she go from receiving the uh, HR write-ups to actually having to have a conversation with you or maybe someone else about it well so there's not so not alone does colleen get copied on it but so does um the management team gets copied in some of these hrs okay especially if they're pretty serious and um and we 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 discuss it ourselves like Mm -hmm. we'll say you know what's going on here and maybe it's just not maybe it's time to invite that employee to leave because of their behavior yeah um and we will look at it. Uh, it's documented by Colleen, and it goes to the employee's uh, record. Um, and then you have to, um, you actually have to write it then yourself. So that's the conversation. That's the, the verbal conversation that's going to lead to the HR. Mm-hmm. So the HR then has to be written. And so you have to be careful. How, you know, it's not, um, it's just the facts. That's all you need. Uh, some people, uh, I've seen HRs written where it's like a, it's like a documentary, and that doesn't work either. Mm-hmm. Um, the bullet points, the facts, the least said, um, all the better too. Just hit your main bullet points that covers the company policies and what the, what the conversation was and why it happened. Because uh, you never know. Someday that HR could end up in court. So it's not how their behavior made you feel. No. 
It's what their behavior was. Yeah, what the behavior is. And, and it's strictly, it's, it's about the job. It's nothing personal. Uh-huh. Um, so when it comes to writing the HR, you know, it's, it's nice to put, it, put the, the uh, employee's name in the subject box um, and the date. And then, you, and you know, you would start off something like this, uh, to whom it may concern. I've talked to John Smith about um, his long smoke breaks. Uh, John got two verbal warnings. And um, this is, I told him that if it happened again, I would be forced to write a HR, which I'm going to do. Uh, and John knows that if this happens again, John will ultimately lose his job at Nolan Painting. Um, I was very specific and clear about the behavior and why this is happening. Mm-hmm. And John understands that this is going to be documented. And I know um, that the way that no, something that Nolan Painting prides themselves on as well, as well is uh, doing things in a friendly way. Yes. So when you let someone know that you're going to document them for taking too long of a smoke break or for being late for the third day out of five mm-hmm. days, you don't have to yell at them. No. No, that's, that behavior, that's not that's, – um, that's, you keep your own emotions out of it. You may be frustrated with the behavior, but – you ha- like like you said, Carter. It has to be friendly. It has to be um, just to the facts. You're not mm-hmm. gonna you're not gonna get anything personal about it, and um, you need to let these things go afterwards. Like I mean, it's it is what it is. You're writing a HR. You're doing documentation. You're covering your own basis for conversation in case something happens down the road, and the employee knows why this is happening. It's their own it's their own doing that's actually causing it to happen. So in terms of KPIs for people, so key performance indicators for people like um, field managers, job leaders, do they have any uh, job performance indicators related to how uh, many HRs they're writing mm-hmm. and how frequently they submit those? Because if somebody doesn't write them enough, they, there should be a certain amount written, right? Yes, there should. So uh, that's a great question, actually. There is. So... As a field manager, as a crew leader, or as a job leader, you need to be able to give feedback. Mm-hmm. And for some of them, it's a little bit outside the comfort zone. And, um, and some may shy away from doing the HR. And, and in fact, sometimes they kind of may listen to their own head thrash and go, well, if he or she does it the next time, I'll definitely write something up. But that, you know, the next time comes and goes, and so does the next time. So, yeah, we, look, we need our field managers, our crew leaders, if there is... Uh, grounds for a HR, they need to write it up. Uh, and they need to write it up immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, th- just don't don't put it in the back burner. Mm-hmm. Get it out there, get it written. Uh, and get in the... Ha- I think it's getting outside the comfort zone. You know, once they write one or two, uh, once a field manager or a crew leader writes one or two HRs, they tend to, to get more comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And th- it just happens, you know. So you think they may be uncomfortable with it at first because they don't want... The people on the job to not like them yeah. or think they're a bad guy, but it's not about. It's not about that behavior. It's just about it's the facts. Personal. It's about the facts That's of what's right. happening. You have to stick to the to the job. So, as many of you know, listening, uh, Kevin is the CEO of Nolan Painting, uh, and at what is there is there ever a point where he would have to become involved in the firing process or asking somebody to leave uh, at some point, or is that all handled by? That's all handled now by by you know. By field managers, crew leaders, ultimately Colin and my uh, Colin McGrory is ch- in charge of operations, head uh-huh. of operations, and myself. Uh, we both run the operations. We would we would look at it ourselves and make a decision. If it's um, a long term employee, 
you know, and all of a sudden their behaviours have changed, uh, Kevin would get would would step in as well. Yeah, because I mean, long-term employee, you want to know what happened, why, and it's you know it's sad too when that happens, but it does happen now and again. Okay, so when it comes to uh, you've gotten to a point where now it's become too much of an issue, the behavior isn't changing, and it's time to let somebody go. Yeah. Uh, how does that get communicated to them, and what's that process like? So depending on who's doing it, uh, it's either going to be a field manager, usually it's a field manager, or sometimes myself or Colin. Um, it, it depends. Sometimes you can just do them over the phone because the, the feedback has been given. Mm. And it's not working out. Um, the, beauty, the beautiful part about having your few HRs written is you know, that, that day has now arrived. Uh, it's not like the employee didn't get feedback. Uh, they did. And so you can say, you can call them up, um, you know, in the evening maybe and say, sometimes I just do them over the phone or our field manager will do it over the phone and we'll say, you know, uh, John, after several discussions about um, taking long breaks, uh, that behavior is still continuing. And uh, we've reached a decision. We've decided that it's not a fit for you here at Nolan Payne and we've decided to let you go. But what do you mean? No, no one told me my, uh, my behavior was off, right? Yeah, so John, actually they did. Uh, we did. Um, I have three HRs right here in front of me. I spoke to you on the 3rd uh, of uh, March about this. I talk to you, talked to you on the 25th, and I talked to you on the uh, 8th again. I mean, so this has been going on for a little while. This has been on for over a month. Mm. And, and, so, it, and, and I have them here right in front of me, the details. Right, and isn't it such a uh, nice thing, I, I guess, a, for lack of a better term, a relief to be able to have those yeah. exact examples, specific dates. Specific dates, yeah. And, and with just facts like you listed, not yeah. not John was being annoying today. Yeah. It, it's John was 10 minutes late today. Yeah, and, and you was, have them right there. You have yeah. the dates. They're time-stamped, and they're really um, – and they're powerful when you're letting an employee go. And I'm, I assume this makes the whole process from uh, the whole pipeline of these events so much smoother. I mm-hmm. mean, I imagine there was a time where things didn't run quite as smoothly yeah. with this sort of process. But uh, that, that's what, yeah, Exactly. That's a great point because what happens in a lot of times with companies is it's hearsay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I told them, and, uh, you know, but it doesn't get documented. And uh, some employees hear what they want to hear and don't hear the, the real facts. Right. Uh, whereas this way, they're getting the facts. So, Connell, uh, you know, we it's it's important to talk about what to do with negative feedback, but there's also positive feedback, right? Yes. People do do the right thing oh, in your company. Oh, they do the right thing a lot, <laughs> a lot of times. I mean, all you have to do is, is read our report cards. You know, uh, we get these ten out of tens. We get them on a Wednesday morning. We read them out in front of the entire in the front of the meeting, in front of all the crew leaders and job leaders field managers, and I mean, these are, they're unbelievable. You know, they're really, really good um, feedback from customers that are really happy. And um, so one of the ways that praise happens there is, you know, if you get your name mentioned on a report card, you get a Wawa card, you know, to buy lunch. Uh Just, you know, praise a moving target, like I said, headed off, and it's only just going to cause the same, um, more of the same behavior. And so you should, um, you should pepper in a lot of good, um, praise into your feedbacks so that the culture becomes we give feedback and we give it often. Right. Um, and that leads, that, you know, that, that ties right into uh, happy employees. It ties right into the fact that we do, we give feedback. And so the culture is 
if we're, we're, we're giving really good feedback when, when it's due. And I mean, like I said, customers will do it for you with their report cards, and you can also do it through your um, your own right. um, day-to-day practices when you're around the job. If you're a field manager or a crew leader or even a supervisor of myself um, or a boss, you should be picking up those moments. Yeah, because there could be times where People, you know, if, if you're not giving enough fo- positive feedback, somebody could be doing the right thing every day. Yeah. But if no one tells them they're doing the right thing, they still might be going home thinking, well, I think I'm doing it right. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty and, sure. Or, or they know they're doing it right. And they're like, does anybody really care? Right. Right. You know? So right. they sit there and go, I mean, I, I'm, I'm working really hard. I'm doing awesome jobs. Uh, does anybody really care? So, yeah, we do care. And a- let them absolutely, know. Absolutely. By yeah. letting them know, yeah. let the employees know. Um, that we, that we care and that we recognize that that behavior when it's happening um, the, the key is I think for uh, the big challenge becomes for a lot of managers crew leaders supervisors and even owners at times to recognize those moments it's we, we tend to get focused on the on the not so good moments but you know the big challenge is staying focused on the good moments because there's so many of those right and and so they're important Right. to capture and, and give the feedback to the employee of, of the great behavior that they did, you know, what they did right and how, how impressed you are. And, and then uh, what's nice about all this, so, you know, when you have that feedback culture there, and I know we talked about HRs and we talked about giving praise and everything, there's no big shock when you come, when you say, can I give you some feedback? It's important to ask permission, trust me. Can I give you some feedback? As to come in, as opposed to coming bolstering in there like a like a thunderstorm to give feedback, you know, can I give you a little bit of feedback? Mm-hmm. And it becomes just natural. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Connell, thank you so much. No it's always a pleasure having you on. Uh, it's it's been it's been great having you on today, of course. And uh, if anybody wants to ask you any questions, can they reach out to you? Yes, my cell phone six one zero six three three nine two nine zero. All or right. they can reach out to me an email, Connell. <laughs> yeah, most people give their emails, yeah. but the cell phone's a great touch, yeah, too. Yeah, it's good. Because it <laughs> I'm usually, uh, yeah, it's, it's more personal. You can chat to the person in, yeah. in uh, uh, my email, connell at nolanpainting.com. All righty. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. No problem.